welcome to The Hub, sponsored by Capital Workspaces. Today is our first launch, and we have as a guest, Chloe Kaplan. Hi, Chloe. How are Hi, you? I'm oh my great. God. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so the much. The kickoff, yes. the big launch. Yes. And I'm just like, I don't think I have enough paper for your resume. Oh, because seriously. So just to introduce you guys to Chloe, she has a master's in childhood education, a bachelor's in child development. She has over two decades in education, a more learning launched in 2016. And let's just start right there. You have a Broadway camp. We do, we do. But first, before we jump into that, I want to know what motivate you. Well, your webpage just tells us that you have a love for child children learning. Yes. When did you first get the idea to start a school? That is a great question. Um, Well, so I should first start by saying that we're not a school, but we are an education center now, thanks to Capital Workspaces, because this is our first location where we've actually been able to host programs. Okay. But uh, prior to finding our new space at the beginning of 2022, we existed as a tutoring business and provided enrichment classes after school at several local schools, uh, public and private. Um, And so when did I come up with the idea for that? Yes. Probably when I was a kid, which is crazy. Oh, my goodness. But it's one of the reasons that I love teaching kids about um, coming up with big ideas and and following their dreams. And that was mine. Oh, my God. So you you went to Sidwell Friends. I did. Oh, my goodness. So so (laughs) mom and wife, your, your son. Yes. How old is he? He's eight. He's so cute. Oh, he's a big guy. Yes, he <laughs> is. What um, uh, What is his name? His name is Kiefer. Kiefer. Yeah, yep. I saw his pictures on your page. He's adorable. Thank you. Yeah, I have a granddaughter that's seven, and I oh, love that age. You have a granddaughter? I have a granddaughter. You do not. I certainly do. Don't I lie. A, yeah, I do have a granddaughter, okay. so I'm in wow. love with her. Her name is Alora. Oh, um, she goes to school at a public charter school in D.C., but, awesome. oh my God, what he's so cute. What school does she go to? She goes to Hope Community Public Charter School. Awesome. It used to be called Imagine. Okay. So I think they changed the name. So how did you manage the training center through the pandemic? Great question. Okay. Yeah. So we, how did we manage everything during the pandemic? Man, that is a question we all ask ourselves. Yeah. Every day. Every day. All of us. Anyone manage. Um, So business actually was... Business took a very different turn for us over the pandemic Um, and and very kind of immediately because all of the enrichment classes that we were teaching shifted to online. Okay. And I could tell right away that it was just like, ugh, it was really miserable. Yeah, not very interactive. Um, Yeah. And our whole philosophy is inspiring a love of learning and you know being enthusiastic and passionate and having fun and I would just see the kids faces on zoom and be like okay this is not gonna fly like how long can we really do this and how long can we because you know at at that point we thought maybe it would be a week or two oh Um, my god and then and as it became clear and then I got COVID I got March 2020 COVID so so I was real sick like at the very beginning Um, and my husband and I both were sick for about six weeks and Kiefer was home um, he was homeschooling (gasps) virtual learning 
And he was in kindergarten, and I'm a former kindergarten teacher. Okay. And could not teach him to save my oh life. Oh, my God. Like, I, it was, it's impossible to teach a kid virtual, you know, while they're on virtual. And, I mean, especially because we were sick, but it was beyond that. I mean, even if I had been feeling healthy, it's just the, it is, it puts you as a parent in a position that you don't really want to be in you want to be able to be a mom I remember the first day he said to me um I just I don't want you to be my teacher I just want you to be my mommy oh that's so sweet and so really early it was clear to me that we were going to have to figure out a way to be in person okay um as business okay so uh, thank god you you got over um COVID yeah um so did you have in the learning center after you got better full participation in the online learning or did some kids opt out? Was there a hybrid opportunity? Great question. We were in schools and then the schools all closed. And yes. so the schools gave us Zoom platforms for the students. And okay. so parents were already opted in because they had signed up for the whole semester through the school. Okay. Um, but we definitely saw attendance trickle on Zoom for, you know, it was not a surprise. Okay. Um, and then, and we tried to make it as fun and engaging as we possibly could. And But it's just, it was, it was hard. So as soon as um, the mayor introduced phase one, yeah. Uh, which was May or maybe early June 2020. Okay. Um, we figured out a way to be in person okay. and to offer, we, we ended up offering backyard camps. So they were called BYOB camps. Oh, Bring your cool. own backyard. <laughs> okay. And, um, and so, and they were uh, enrichment focused and just opportunities for kids to be social after not having been social for so long Absolutely. and being alone. And, um, and so that, that was our first experience doing in person. Yeah. I mentioned that because when my daughter pulled me into virtual school, my granddaughter, and I kept trying to suggest uh, meeting outside. Yes social distancing as much as possible as like a hybrid to get them out yes. because staying in the house is it's frustrating for oh us goodness. but can you imagine for Beyond. a kid yes. recess and you know all that kind of playtime that they need so wow I'm so glad that that worked out so when did you fully open up again for a full full-time school full-time learning I apologize full-time learning well so again we didn't have our education center our office space until this year okay so we were working in in people's homes um and also outside how did you manage that working in people's homes during that time with a lot of paperwork (laughs) waivers and and waivers of course yes thanks to my lawyer friends who helped me out there okay wow um but yeah so we were in homes um the backyard camps were outside and and each family had different preferences so if some could come inside if it got over 90 degrees and some didn't and then uh we we would do sprinkler days like we would just figure out anything we could wow. over the summer to be in person and keep that love of learning alive and that love of um social interaction alive for for kids and then in the fall it was a hybrid okay so in the fall we went back to some schools opened and and did invite back outside enrichment vendors. Okay. Um, other schools didn't invite back out of school enrichment vendors, um, just to try to keep the numbers um, 
the numbers of you know bodies in the school down. Of course. Um, and so we so it was a it was a hybrid. We had a couple things online, but like really minimal. I mean, only if families requested it, and then otherwise we were in person and doing in person pods and homeschooling. Okay. So that's wow. when business became the busiest. Wow, that's crazy um, innovation because, I, no, I also want to ask any of the families that did host you guys, did they continue anything in that vein of education after that? Because that has to be a great experience of being able to open up your doors to your community to help further education. So were any of the families already in education? Um in any kind of way, but then pursued it after that experience. Yeah, definitely, that's definitely, cool. yeah. They could kind of see us in action, and they knew that we offered academic services. The summer camps were mostly, you know, fun. We had yes. different theme weeks, and you know, a spa week, a Superman. Oh week, my just, gosh! And, and the funny thing, Michelle, is that that I also did that as a teenager. So this was <laughs> part of my like, yeah, <laughs> your big idea like growing reliving up, reliving my childhood. Um, I hosted camps out of my my home, my. My family's home. Are um, you serious? Yeah. Wow. So. What What did you have a name for your summer camp? I did. It was named by the first session of campers, and they named it Chloe Camp. Chloe Camp. So. Of course. <laughs> it's got to be Chloe Camp. Wow. That, do you have, now, yeah. this would be crazy interesting. Do you have any pictures or photographs from that time? I do. That'd be great to put, in, to add do. into your, I guess, repertoire of your center to show the growth from when you were a kid to now. That's very inspiring for the young people, as you just said, the young woman that's helping you um, with your media. Yeah, with social You're media. The, she was a Chloe camper. Oh, my God. She a Chloe, was a Chloe camper. camper. I think she may have been one of the ones to coin the name Chloe camp, actually. Oh and then God. I had another Chloe camper come in the office last week to talk about branding and marketing and it's just it's oh so fun gosh. to watch them grow up and now they're you know how how, beautiful and how fulfilling is that for you to know that you're spearheaded so much in children especially I'm not saying that our children they're kind of persuaded against education in a lot of ways mm -hmm. but to inspire education that love of learning and other people how fulfilling is that for you oh I love it it's what keeps me going oh my god so but you don't have any teaching involvement as far as being a mom, of course. But you don't have any with your son. He's totally no. se <laughs> He is totally <laughs> separate. separate. He will have nothing, nothing. nothing to do with me <laughs> okay. educationally. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I have to trick him into getting tutored by our tutors. Okay. Fact, but I do. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So may uh, I ask also about Broadway camp? Yes. What I read it and I saw lights, camera, action. Yes. Share with me about Broadway Camp. I okay. saw some of your team. You have a, a great, oh my God, um, diverse team. I they love it. So, Full, awesome. so talented. So, so what is Broadway talent. Camp? Okay, so it's all about the people that you come across. Yes. So, um, so when I started Amore Learning, it started as a creative writing class, and okay. then I it quickly became clear that I didn't want it to just be focused on creative writing. I wanted it to be, I would meet all these exciting people and they had so many passions and so many things to share with kids. And so I just started um, hosting classes for kids in the areas that I would meet people who wow. did cool things in. Gotcha. Uh, and so one of them is, her name is Kale Toy Bryant. Okay. And she is um, a Broadway actress. She performed... Um, at gosh such a young age she was young Nala in the Lion King 
Yes, I read yeah, that. Oh yeah. my goodness. And I think she came to me by way of just, I think she sent just a normal old job application through Idealist or something maybe. I mean, it was nothing. It was just, and it stood out to me. It was like, wow. boom, like this girl has <laughs> got it going on. Wow. And we had a phone call and like fell head over heels in love. Like she is just oh like, my goodness. oh my gosh, she is so she is vivacious and she is just, um, it, so she moved down from New York. Okay. Uh, with her boyfriend, who's a secret service agent. Oh, okay. Very cool. And if, um, opposite ends of the spectrum from our right, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, and they moved here and we started teaching Broadway classes. So we've wow. been offering them at a couple of schools this semester and they've been so well received and she's just, she's so beloved. Like, That's amazing. Yeah. Now with that, with her experience, I'm not sure about licenses or permissions. Do you yeah. guys, are you guys able to do a mini Lion King or anything like oh, that because of her experience. So they're learning a lot of songs. Okay. Um, and so next week we'll have our first performance for parents. Okay. And um, that's a good question. No, we haven't. We haven't had the hours to be able to put on a full show or anything like that. But we definitely could. And if anybody could make it successful, it would be Kale. She's Absolutely. Just, yeah. I um, as a parent, had you ever heard of the Children's Studio School? No. It used to be in the. U Street area is defunct, it's no longer around, but it was an arts education school and I helped run the summer school program and I was one of the artist teachers and during the summer, Junkanoo, Uh um, an African and griot experience, um, we did a underwater theme and the kids all had to write their own plays or poems and at the end of the summer everyone did that so it was very exciting so So that what you just said about that reminded me of that's great that is so um inspiring may I also um ask about her experience is she the only one that has that artistic background that's with your center no she's not um teaching artists are some of our in fact I would say the majority of our teachers are teaching artists so a lot of them have performance backgrounds and we have a teacher who does a Shakespeare class she's a Shakespeare actress and um, we have I mean they are it's just the best overlap and and also they're you know by nature they're going to be enthusiastic and energized absolutely as person kids bring bring you back to life anyway totally um so how did you Make the connection with Capital Workspaces. We want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, I start, okay, well, (laughs) real talk and, you know, we'll just put this out there. My husband has been working from home since the pandemic. Okay. And, like, I was going out of my mind. Oh, no. Like, I just (laughs) was going out of my mind. We were both working from home and it was crazy and I kept being like, I need an office space. Like, I have to get out of here. And so, originally, I just wanted an office space, you know, just to, like, go and close the door and, like, not have anybody (laughs) talk to me. Okay. And then, when I linked up with Capital Workspace, um, I saw the potential for actually growing Amore as a business. And so okay. not just making it a, a personal selfish decision to, wow. <laughs> to give myself some space and privacy, but really to um, to take on more space and use it as an opportunity to host kids, um, have families come to us for tutoring instead of having us go to their homes, okay. which is a lot better for our teachers. They can see more students that way. Okay, um, There's less travel time and we have all of the materials in one place. So they're... 
yeah, there seemed like there would be a lot of perks and I, it was, it was a dream at first. Um, and then, and Mark, um, really helped. He saw my vision. He's extraordinary. Yeah. He, I mean, he could have been like fat chance, like that good luck, you know, but he, he, he saw that I had a vision for this and he was really supportive. And, um, and so now we have the space. It's, Suite 102, and yes. um, we're we have other mostly kid focused businesses in the space, um, as well as a couple of nonprofits. So wow, we've got that big open space, and then we have six private offices attached. Yeah, I saw your pictures on your Facebook page. Yeah, it's beautifully, very well done, very bright and airy and spacious, so beautiful. Well, it's and a it's, gorgeous space, and it's funny because we were um, the um, our engineer Ian was talking. We were talking about you sound like the female version of Mark because he is an entrepreneurial mind. I mean, he pulled myself in and Ian and other people into what our um, dreams and aspirations are. And you do the same for the children. So that's amazing. So what are your, I guess, future plans coming up? I guess people say next five years for um, the business as far as um, branching out. Branching out. Well, so we just launched um, in New York. Okay. So that is definitely occupying a lot, a lot so of my focus right now. You, so are you traveling <laughs> back and forth there on a weekly basis or do you have not someone doing that for basis. you? I think that's my long-term plan is that um, certainly not a weekly basis, but but maybe a monthly basis. Okay. But we have teachers. Uh, I went to NYU for grad school. Yeah, I read. So I, I have a couple of teachers in New York that are helping um, lay – the seeds for Amore and uh, and running some classes and at-home workshops and um, just spreading the word and then hopefully in the fall we'll be in some schools okay awesome but we won't have a brick and mortar there unless Capital Workspace wants to head on up to New York and (laughs) hook us up (laughs) okay I have to say that when I went to your page and I saw you Hugged up with the first lady. I was just like, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? So how did that? She's she, We were talking about she's a professor. Yes. So how mm-hmm. did you get her? How did you connect? Oh, gosh, we didn't. I We, we ran into each other at a bar class. No. Yes. No. Like, yes. wait a minute. I'm sorry. Like a bar drinking class? Oh, I, no. That, how fun would that That'd be? be with you know, oh, you mean B-A-R-R-E. B-A-R-R-E. I'm sorry for the listeners. I just yeah. want to make that clear. The first lady <laughs> was <next>. not. <laughs> Dr. Biden, next time at the bar. <laughs> okay. So you met at a bar class. We did. Um. So... Yeah, so she's always been, like, my number one. Like, I just, I love her. And okay. And she's an educator, so I've always been really inspired by her. Okay. And just her vibe and everything. And I've I've always, always loved her. And I have run into her a couple times at different bar classes across the city. How, first of all, let me just say, I'm just a lay person, ordinary person. I'm just asking. When you, you, you talk about it as if, oh, yeah. And I was just crossing the street, and I met Oprah Winfrey. All right, the president oh. Biden was just. Come on, I went to the Whole Foods. Joe uh, Biden was in there I picking did see orders. Her at the Whole Foods. Oh you my gosh, I'm, I I'm did. Gone. I no, saw her. But at the, the whole way foods. that you're talking is just so like, funny. oh, I see her a couple of times. Like, who runs into the first lady? Of the president of the United States. You act like it's an everyday occurrence. How does that happen? That is so funny. Well, I think there are a few reasons. So one is, like, I'm a D.C. girl. So okay. I'm yeah, fourth right. generation Washingtonian. I grew up, you know, I have 
friends whose families were in politics. And gotcha. it's just kind of, it's one of those things, like, when you're in D.C. Like, if I went to L.A. and saw, you know, an actor. Brad Pitt. or like, oh, hey, freaking out. But my friends in L.A. are like, okay, that's not cool. Like, please, <laughs> slow your roll. <laughs> um, but I was, I, like, woke up really early one morning and went to a bar class, which I never would do. Like, I need my coffee. And yeah. I, but this, I, I. Went and coincidentally, we were we linked up with Georgetown Main Street, which is a not-for-profit that supports small businesses in Georgetown. Okay. Um, and I'm I live in Georgetown and have always been really plugged into the Georgetown community and supporting local businesses there. And so they had partnered with us to run. Um, a, it was Health and Beauty Day for Georgetown Main Street, and they partnered with us to do some kids programs. So okay. we got together with some local salons and did. Um, a beauty comes from within thing day where we yes so uh georgetown beauty bar hosted girls to get their nails done um we had and then everyone who did wrote about how beauty comes from within okay so we tied it into we had a little educational piece but anyway gotcha. one of the people that was our role model for the day was jill biden and so I woke up early that morning. It was being a busy day. And I get to this bar studio on 14th <laughs> Street. And I, um, and, and the Secret Service roll up. That was my next question. Like, how, yeah. how close could you get to her? And it's like, hey, we're having a beauty from within day. Could you come? Like, I, what? Like, first of all, I know you're not supposed to talk to celebrities. And, and I mean, not celebrities, politicians, anyone. Like, I'm so, and I'm so. So, um, gosh, like I would never want to intrude upon anybody's privacy. So yeah. I had no intention of actually, you know, like I was kind of like sending her love from across the room, just like silently. <laughs> yes. And, you know, like but, feel me. Feel yes, me. exactly. <laughs> and like, but you know, not, not looking totally intrusive. And like, I realized halfway through class, I was like, you know what? We are like the fact that we are using her as a role model today, this mm-hmm. afternoon in our beauty comes from within day because she is so the epitome of beauty comes from within. Okay. And she had just gotten back from Ukraine. Um, and she, I mean, and she just, she's so full of kindness and generosity. And I thought, you know what? Like, I just have to tell her that we are doing that. Just shoot your shot. And it's, and I'm a teacher. And she has inspired me so much in the work that I do. And so I, um, I thought, okay, well, you know, if, if I, if after class it doesn't seem too inappropriate, I'm yeah. just gonna let her know that you know, just let her know that. Just put and me in the room real quick. So, were there? Because I'm just thinking, guns are blazing. That's all. I'm just. I'm a movie head. So <laughs> you're in the room with her. Uh, Security is around. Do you inch over? Do you wave? Well, how do you approach her? Well, so at the end of class, you spray your, um, or you wipe down your sanitize, weights and sanitize. Yeah. And so I, I went over to drop my weights off, and she happened to be, my husband's like, she happened, happened to, to be. be, like, I'm so <laughs> sure. No, but she did. It was a small class in, wow. in a, like, a very small studio. Um, and so I just said, Dr. Biden, I just, I'm, you know, sorry to interrupt your morning, but I just have to tell you that we're actually using you as a role model today, and wow. I'm a teacher, and we're, we're um, using you as a role model for Beauty Comes From Within, and uh, and she said, um, do you have a phone? I'd love to take a video for the kids. Yeah, I mean, I never would have asked for that. So ever. welcoming, I so accommodating. So and wow. Just, and, you know, she says, thank you for being a teacher, and thank you for inspiring kids. Uh, wow. She said, and... Um, She's just, she's so lovely. 
Wow. And you know what's so funny? When I read your post, you said, oh, I didn't. I've just finished sweating at the bar. Yeah. And, and then when you sent the uh, message about, uh, I didn't know you were taking pictures because I'm super casual. Oh, my God. I was so That gross. is you. No. That <laughs> is you. That. You have the personality <gasps> that puts children at ease. It's not any kind of, it's not pretentious at all. You have a very welcome, even when you walked in here just now and you, and you just shook my hand, you have that personality. So anytime I meet teachers and me being a mom and a grandma, I always want to say thank you for what you do. Because the kids, some of them have been hard to reach. And there, there has been a thought that I've come across that, you know, when kids want to be ejected or... Um, suspended for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I have the idea that it's our job as parents and teachers to reach children. You have the personality to reach children no matter what because the heart of a teacher has the heart to just whatever it takes. I'm going to do that to reach the kids. Wow. So thank you so very much for that. Thank you. And, oh my goodness, Hope for Henry Foundation. When I saw it, it reminded me of St. Jude, of course. Tell me how that, share with us how that came about. Sure. So the founder of Hope for Henry, uh, Lori Strongin, is a family friend. Yes. And um, she's, speaking of inspiring women, and she would be another beauty comes from within person. She's just absolutely beautiful and radiant and and, um, lost her son, Henry, when he was eight and has developed this incredible nonprofit um, that works with seriously sick kids in hospitals and yes. um, and provides services to make them you know laugh and yeah. um, and experience things that kids experience outside of hospitals so they've yes. got um, you know they have uh, birthday parties for kids and they partnered with dormify to uh, to bring in um, beautiful room decorations so kids can make a hospital room really feel like their own. And yes. To, you know, just to improve the lives of kids in hospitals. And uh, Lori had asked me a few years ago, um, they have a board, and she said, you know, we're looking at having a junior board. Would you be interested in taking that on? And I was so flattered, wow. Michelle, because I was like, do I get to be considered a junior? I was like <laughs> 35. I was like, yes, please. Wow. <laughs> anything to, you know, anything to feel younger. Wow. Um, and no, gotcha. so, but anyway, so it's there. It's the junior board is made up of um, people between the ages of like 24, um, 42, 45. And um, we do, um, we do a lot of work to, support hope for henry and their mission and um we have a gala in the fall and we have yeah in september coming up this year yeah over sparkles and sneakers awesome Mm -hmm. i remember kamala havers i mean come the vice vp when Mm -hmm. she first came out it was uh, what did she do? Sneakers and pearls. Oh, her, yeah. When she first came out, it was um, high tops and pearls. That's when she first came out when she got elected with Joe oh, Biden. Yeah, so cute. I don't remember that. Yeah, well, you've got the pearls going. There you on, go. So now you just need the high tops. Thank you so much. But that's a connection. <laughs> you may be in because you may be able to revive that. That's exactly what she did. Yes. after the election. I love so. It. Just um, to just to give a little bit of information for Hope for Henry Foundation, yes. over sixty-eight thousand children yes. served. Yep. Oh, that's incredible. Yep. And have children to advocate for themselves. Yep. Put them kind of like partnering in their own well-being. I yes. love that idea. That's another branch yep. of the Chloe Campy, Chloe 
camper tree. Oh my God. Well, that's, that's so crazy. That's interesting. all Lori's doing. Um, but I'm, I'm so happy to support her. No, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. That you're, um, seem like a very, um, Im- impactful, uh, resource for a lot of people. So I want to ask a question. I don't want to, I can I say this it's something because I talked, I saw the Texas governor today talking about it, safety in schools. Yeah. With the Uvalde uh, incident. I just wanted to get your thoughts on it with you in education. Had you, I'm sure as an educator, you've considered uh, the state of our schools, the violence in our schools. And this was so tragic and it's just so, so fresh. Yeah. What have your thoughts been on that incident and just safety in schools at all? I, it is so heartbreaking on so many levels. I'm, you know, gun control, gun control, gun control. Yeah. Um, is, is my first thought. Um, I, you know, school is supposed to be a place where you feel warmth and you feel nurtured and you feel safe. I mean, yes. safe is the first word that comes to mind when I think how I want a child to feel when they walk into any educational setting. Yes. Um, and I, it, it's just so heartbreaking to think that their safety is threatened in, yeah. in this way. I mean, uh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Um, as a parent, um, those things are, um, have to be discussed and talked about it, yes. but it's so difficult. It's, yes. it's gravely difficult. Yes. Um, my first grade granddaughter, mm-hmm had come upon a bullying situation in school that we had to address. And it took such a long time from February, honestly, till now. And with um, the education that you have, I'm sure that you've, of course, talked about these matters. Can you give me some insight? Because in my mind as a parent, just a single single person, Mm -hmm. why would it take from that point, from February to March, just to separate kids, give them not, and it's not pointing the finger at the school mm-hmm. it's just trying to come up with some ideas of why did it take so long because I didn't want it imprinted upon her that no one cares why do yeah. I have to endure this on a daily basis because it took so long for them to be able to separate them she's a first grader yes. we um, asked about moving her to the second grade school is about over yes. um, so we, we found a lot of resistance yeah. so um, do you have some insight into the educational I guess, programming of why would it take that long to just get some regular answers? Is it, I don't know, for lack of a better term, bureaucracy or something in the schools? To Why would it take that long just to make a kid feel safe? And so what I want to hear a little more about the situation. Okay, the little boy had stolen her lunch, um, started using profanity. She became very angry, like I would pick her up and... Um, you know, talking. I always put the rear view mirror in the in the back so I can see her in the car seat. And I don't like the guy, big girl. I want to be in the car seat. No, you're yeah. in the car seat. <laughs> so she became very angry, and he stole my lunch and he stole my pencils. And so my daughter was handling it, and by the time I got to it, she had become so angry that she was ready to approach parents mm-hmm. because the administration was trying to pull the other side in, but they chose not to. An older parent taking care of a younger child. She was a grandmother as well, mm-hmm. most likely older than I am. So I said, okay, she's probably overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to give excuses if we meet. Mm-hmm. So with that, we're like, okay, it says we hope that he gets the help that he needs, so we have to take care of a Laura. Yep. 
So over this, what is the administration doing for us? So talk to the principal, the vice principal, and it was just like we thinking that this is a major safety issue to the point where my daughter pulled her out of school for a week. And even when we said, you know, put her in the second grade away from him. Oh, we don't want her to miss her classes, but she's already missing classes. Mm. So what is the mindset of an institution just off the top of your head or anything? Because we're just like, we're frustrated. We want answered. What should we do? So that was it. And um, finally, they moved him to another class, Mm. but it was after months. Mm. But in a child's life, that month can be feel like a lifetime because it, we want to make sure they feel safe immediately. Yes. So if yeah. you have any thoughts on that. Well, I think, first of all, the thing to really keep in mind is that even over those months, Alora was learning a lot by watching how you and her mom handled the situation. Got it. Yeah. And so while she may have been missing some academics because she was distracted in class and worried about somebody bullying her, yes. she learned so much about how you hold your head high and yes. how you treat others with kindness and yes. expectations and what mom and grandma expect of yeah. her and yeah. how she should treat others. So I think that, and we lose sight of that as parents so you know often what? and so easily. Yeah. Um, the, and so, like, I think actually a lot of, going back to the pandemic thing for just like a hot second. No, I go think ahead. A lot of parents had that over over the pandemic. Like, God, my kid is losing so much school and, 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 they, they absolutely, like, nobody can disagree with that. But they're also learning these life skills that are just as important, absolutely. Argue, as what they're learning in the classroom. So, and then, you know, there are bureaucracies in schools, and there's, it can be so hard to manage these issues, and, and uh, teacher burnout is so real Not right like, now. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And so, you know, I think there's always strategies that, we can do from inside the classroom to make each child feel safe and to separate children who are not treating each other with respect. Um, but I think we do forget sometimes just how challenging it is to be in the classroom and managing all of that and yeah. managing the curriculum and managing all of these other things. Um, and so it's just, you know, everybody has such a full plate, but Back to what I said about safety. It's just it's it is the most important yeah. thing. Like it's just what you want for your kid when they walk in the building. You want to know that you're dropping them off at a safe place. And um, I have I've had situations like that with my son at school too. And I've been so impressed with how his school has handled it. But Great. they'll do things like separate them on the playground. So yes. um, you know, and I think there are always strategies like that. But I think in order for teachers to effectively do that, they need support from higher up to yes to do so and so it's just it's a whole it's like a support yeah yeah Um, absolutely that's that's the position that I was coming from because it got to the point where my daughter was so fed up that she was becoming angry and to the point where she wanted to you know let's talk to the parents after the school and I said okay let me step in Mm -hmm. (laughs) before it gets to that point because you don't want to be disrespectful to an older caregiver we want to try to do mediation 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 as much as possible but in her frustration and I'm so glad that she partnered with me to be able to do something which talks about what you said bringing everybody in you know it takes a village and something you said made me think about um before I guess public school education started the life skills Mm -hmm. what our kids get from us on a daily basis Mm -hmm. because do you know when school the school systems started and i'm I'm sorry i don't mean to throw this at you but (laughs) what like because if you're talking about like um 
families dealing with agriculture and farming. Mm -hmm. So they had to educate their children at home, and some couldn't even go to school because they had to help their families at home. And they learned those skills. And so during that period of time, I'm thinking a lot of that stuff may have been lost at the cost of thinking we had to educate them in other things. Does that... Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. I have no, I have no history historical background. Okay, on it. I will phone a friend who's a history <laughs> teacher. <laughs> Can we get a lifeline, please? Yes, yeah, please. gotcha. Um, but yeah, that does. Yeah, yeah, because in my high school, so many ages ago, mm-hmm. we had um, home ec. Yeah, we still had those things, but now it seems like we've we've those things taking care of our home and certain skills have taken a back burner to other things. Tech is important. Yep. Of course, uh, things become obsolete as soon as you turn it, you know, spin around, but those things, um, critical thinking skills, how to relate to people that we learn as adults, because we have to totally. need to be taught to our um, students at an early age. And may I ask who developed the curriculum in your learning center or is it a curriculum? Great question. So for all of the different classes, um, they the answer is different for each class. So okay. a lot of the teachers, like the Broadway curriculum, Cal yes. created. Okay. Yeah. So do you have, and this is because I don't know. Yeah. Each person develops their own curriculum, and so that goes into kind of a more learning, or are they taking that uh, other places too, or is that strictly for a more learning? You know, I don't have it. I have no paperwork surrounding that because okay. truly I would be so happy if Kale wanted to take that and go teach it to other kids. Yeah. And the most important thing for me is that kids have access to these of awesome course. topics. Um, but yeah, so we did recently just start compiling all of the curriculum in a Google Drive. And so that's what really has given us the foundation to be able to launch in New York because I would be able to share all of that with the teachers in New York and they could just, you know, instead of reinventing the wheel. Yeah. um, Adding to it. Exactly. Making it faster. Making it it shiny a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Making it shiny based on how they shine as teachers. I think that's the most important thing. I love that. Yeah. I really, like, I would never give a curriculum to a teacher and say, teach this and only this. Wow. I would say, like, here is the backbone for what you could teach so that you don't have to spend hours late at night developing your own curriculum. Okay. But make it yours. And yeah. if you get to class one day, by the way, and like the kids are not responding to one of the things, by all means, skip it and go Absolutely. to something else. Absolutely. Like, think on your toes. and yeah. Montessori. Is mm-hmm. that what that is based on? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not fully versed in Montessori teaching. I know I have a cousin who just graduated from Hampton mm-hmm. that I believe that she was in a Montessori program. But is that, are you aware, is that the basis of um, kind of like a free thinking per child learning, bring helping them bring out and learn at their own pace, kind of. Because yeah. I was I was educated in public schools, yes. so that's what my reference point is. Yeah, I, yes, yeah. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it can be a different. Yes, very different. <laughs> very so, different. but Montessori is that? Do you are you aware of the teaching structure of that? Yeah. So it's more. It it does require a lot of thinking on your toes. Yeah, and, and responding to the kids and to what they're energy is and and being able to take them where they want to go and where they can go and um and and sort of being in the moment and and capturing their imagination absolutely so um so yeah I'd never thought about I'd never thought about the Montessori component of Amore but yeah it's it's definitely interesting and of course Amore comes from love yes what other names just did you think of Amore just hit you and just said that's it for me what? So Amore is my middle name. Stop. I know. How cute can you be? No, Chloe. 
My um, parents are hippies. No, my God, a moist. That is so cute. Oh, wow. You. So okay, a no so brainer. Yeah, that okay. was what it was. Okay, but it, it has always been about a love of learning for me. And uh, and on both sides, that really for the teachers that I work with, I want them to love what they're doing. And um, wow. I think that's the, the key to success is that everybody's just, you know, loving so what cool. they're doing. So cool, of course, cool. My granddaughter's middle name is Heavenly. <gasps> and my Aww. daughter's middle name is Sunshine <gasps> with a Y. Because she was love the sunshine it. of my life when she Aww, was born. that's beautiful. So skip over those teenage years. Yeah. <laughs> So, and yeah. a lot of parents I know who are, you know, raising daughters and sons um, struggle with um, the intensity of sometimes of um, young men and how it's going. Have you experienced any of that with Kiefer or dad just steps in and takes on that role and said, I've got it? Oh, I wouldn't say dad steps in and takes that role. <laughs> okay. That. Okay. Um, oh, he's got his attitude moments. But, okay. Um, but you know, I try to keep him in check. Honestly, I just, he's so funny. Like his attitude moments make me laugh. <laughs> and I feel like until they Humor. stop making me laugh, oh. like then I'll, th- that'll be go. a different story. But for now, I'm gotcha. like, I can't keep a straight face. So is there anything that you would just like to impart to parents about education, the summer camps or anything? relax like have fun um we we do a lot of summer tutoring and it's not to you know i i would never like to attach stress to it to be like your kids are losing skills over the summer but, yeah you know it's fun to do some school stuff over the summer and so yes. as long as it feels relaxed and and you know your kids are happy and you're happy i'm just very i'm very stress okay and we live in a you know high stress society high stress place and there's a lot of competition out there so i think my message is just chill out yeah (laughs) that's it koi amor says chill (laughs) Chill out out. okay great but it was a pleasure to speak to you thank you so much for taking your time to come in i'm really hoping that i know it's going to the new york launch is going to be amazing thank you for all that you do for children we need to really take care of our children and our seniors um the capital workspaces has been such a great adventure and um imparted such great people into my life with this great crew that we have here so um, thank you for joining us for our first podcast thank here at the you. hub. We hope to have you come back if you want to bring us any kind of other news um, yeah. and education in your center. I'll so just keep running into fun people. <laughs> I can tell you. Oh that. my goodness! So <laughs> may I, may I also ask um, the gala? Um, it's in September. Yes. We're uh, the gala is only for is it people that want to contribute to the Hope for Henry Foundation, or is it, how is it, do you know, or should we just look it up online to find out about the gala? Uh, definitely look it up online. I will say that the after party is what's hosted by the junior board, oh. and that's the, everyone wears sparkles and sneakers, but the after party is for people who are, you know, tickets to the, the gala itself can be thousands and thousands and not necessarily affordable for everybody. I but get the it. the after party is um, nice and affordable. Gotcha. And open bar and great music and great great uh, fun check out their website for more details on that awesome yeah okay great thank you so much we thank thank you for your time and you enjoy the rest of your day all right